D&D and nerds go hand in hand. Let's get started, gents. Open a can. Hi! <laughs> welcome, friends. Yay! We're all at the table. It's been a while. Yeah. Yes. Mike, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for singing us in. <clears throat> yeah, of course. You're caller tonight. I am, and I apologize in advance. Rob and I are both here, so it's going to go slow. So much more efficient. <laughs> it sort of was fun having like Caradoc show the young adventurers the ropes towards the end of the session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fun. Uh, right, so much has happened, uh, and so we've decided to bring our game calendar up to date with our real calendar. Normally we're, on, we're a one-to-one time campaign, but we were off by three months just because when we started that, and we're bringing it up to date, and we decided to do mega rooms and teams, so we're going to do mega rooms and teams tonight, uh, which is going to be huge. Um, but before we do that, let's just cover kind of where everyone's characters were for that period. It's alright, we can consult our notes. <laughs> and uh, anything we know happened blue book-wise... Or, and then we'll, we'll roll into everything else. Wong, where are your characters? Or should we go, should we go by sight? Let's go, I think go that's by how it's Let's written. go by sight. Okay, okay so um, I think I have that. I think it's in room teams? Yeah. yeah. So, right. So at the Stone Circle and its adjunct lumber camp, the Thorn River camp was turned into a lumber camp. That is where Beric, Rasprax, Yorgrim and Slyzid have been these last few months, with obviously uh, Sure Brittany and you know some uh, scofflaws and uh, some stewards, right? And, and some ta- and and talking Uthgard, I think, were there, right? What's what that? And a talking giant weasel. And uh, right, yeah, and, and Gerhardt, yeah. yeah, and his kin, uh, occasionally offering advice to pixies on Sturges. In their war with the big nose goblins, which is unresolved, we don't know what's going on there. That advice is specifically stop. <laughs> well, <laughs> that advice is mixed. Actually, with Floki not there, it, it could be consistently stop. But Floki was always kind of in favor of that. Yeah. Uh, right. So, but not too far away, down at the farmstead, is Floki and Welby. Yes. Welby. Yeah, Welby. Mm-hmm. Welby the monk. Yep. Who's that? Everyone I'm remembers right here. I think you were not there that night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> over at the new temple, you will recall that you conquered a temple of Dumathian and uh, slew an Odiug, which almost ate, ate several of you. Uh, at that temple are now Thronor, Umgern, Caradoc, and Eaglebane the Goliath. New adventure. Down at the Staglord's Fort, which is for the moment called Fort Hartwood, we have Fury. Peric, Jank, and Artie, which only leaves, of course, I'm sure you're all wondering, you've been keeping track at home, where's Micmac? So Micmac was still with, with the uh, Cyclops Harpalos for at least part of the time, and then he wandered back up to, I believe, Farmstead. Yes, that's correct. Okay. All right, so that's where everyone has been. Um, if we get past rooms and teams tonight, which we may not, who knows, um, then we can talk about uh, where, which of those groups wants to adventure. We can even shift people around, right? Because what we're going to do is allow basically free flow of funds between sites, uh, and not just funds, but all types of capital. Um, we use, you know, goods, influence, labor, and magic. And boy, howdy, do you have a lot of it? Because we, we cooped you all up for, for 10 <laughs> rooms and teams turns, 
And adventurers are actually quite productive when they put their their selves to rooms and teams. And normally you guys aren't always doing that because you're reserving some folks to adventure. So it was very productive. We have a lot, a lot of capital to spend. So we, we did some rooms and teams management. Uh, let's let's just pop to our managers and just what do you remember about the, the rooms and teams uh, events and stuff going on at your site? Well, on which site were you in charge of? I was running the Dead Wizard Ranch. Uh-huh, the farmstead, Dead, Dead Wizard and Ranch, as Floki. Things were, you know, kind of steady. Nothing kind of overly crazy happened. A little whip scorpions ran around once in a while. That's to happen. As they do. We did better once in a while, so everything kind of came out even after, like, yeah, 12, it, 12 it, events. It, yeah, it averaged out. Okay. But nothing nothing too crazy. All right. Uh, Mike, which what happened at the temple? Tell us. <clears throat> well... I think we decided it was the Durgar came back and... Uh, right, you rolled a one, so there was a loss of, or a room became broken. We decided yeah. that was the, the family of the the, the uh, Durgar Baroness or whatever she was that was going to be, you know, uh, that the stag party that you uh, murdered uh, right. was destined for. So yeah, her family was very upset about that. Came and knocked out one of your tombs. In fact, yeah. your only remaining undesecrated tomb. Oh. And then... Um, you took the liberty I did. of, uh, which I think was of hiring you some monks. Right. Um, so we have monks there, and, uh, as a result of all the terrible things that happened, Thornor didn't, uh, didn't lead the group into a lot of success, you know, that, so, uh, yeah, it was... Which is why he's maybe realizing that he should keep adventuring and hire and get an actual yeah. a full-time stay there priest to, yeah. to manage it. Well, and, and I think that that was... I was actually trying to think about you can that. You bend that into story, right? Yeah, like, and I think it works well with him. Hmm? Yeah. But he has also been having, like, beautiful dreams of, like, Dumathian's sacred undead that he can start to raise in a, a level or two. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, so, Jank at the Fort... Um, Led the way with a mudslide that was a or at least cave a roof cave in. Yeah, yeah. there's a storage room was basically knocked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other, you know, you like, guys both when both your ones were the first roll of like the nine or the, yeah. Well, the only ones that happened were the first roll in both, so it made it easy to be like, oh, this happened right at the beginning, and I don't count that room for the rest of the time. Right. Um, so thank you for making that. <laughs> how many? Thanks, guys. Yeah, I, I want to know how many events there were. Total? No, no, no. I mean, like, I'll let Matt, but, like, I was just wondering per room, like... Well, or everyone rolled a 3d4 for that, so that it would average out. Um, but I can I can look in, in... There were six at the fort. Yeah. Were they? Okay, yeah. That that's what I was wondering. Say, I had, like, 12. You had, like, 12. Yeah, and I had nine. You had nine, you had six, and, and Rob, do you remember at the Stone Circle? I can look it up. But... I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, anyway, so, but... Yeah, I think that's interesting. So, yeah, so there was also some muddy weather and a bad tactical maneuver, but overall, it was it, it turned out pretty well. Um, yeah, <coughs> looks like oh, no, wait, hang on. Uh, it looks like you had nine. Okay. Right. Yeah, things things went pretty well for it. Yeah, but not stellar because you lost part of a room. Right? No, no. Yeah. Stone circle. Anything you want to cover? The things that stick out in my mind, I think... You had two wilderness encounters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were two monsters. One was a bog art. And then Sri Brittany rolled a 20 on that. Yeah, she, like, 
she destroyed that devoured building. it yeah. or something and we it, got extra magic out of right, it right yeah we decided that not only did you get like stuff from the body parts but because it was a fey and this was like a you know a stone circle we were like oh that, somehow she written turned that into extra magic Sacrificed uh, it on the altar in a, yes. in a very magical way. Can you imagine it, the plant standing there with the dagger over the bogart, like writhing. Love it. And the other monster was a basilisk, and oh. I, th- I think we we barely defeated it. Yeah. Jeez. Is that the, there? Might have been some temporary petrification there. Didn't we see a basilisk? Uh, see a couple. Yeah. yeah. But there's one that is unresolved. Yeah. That almost petrified Caradoc. <laughs> When he was young and curious? Yeah. <laughs> now he's old and curious. A few months old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> guys, it's a basilisk, guys. Guys. <laughs> John, what happened to your side? Did I have a fight? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't really good. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. So, uh, because of all that, and all your all your treasure has, of course, not... is Everything's treasure in this campaign, except treasure. Which is for rooms and teams. Yes. Right. Um, you have like 20,000 gold plus all this capital built up. And I know that you want to do this all analog. So here is 292 labor. Nice. Wow. 284 goods. 274 influence. And 102 magic. You counted all these out? I'm wow. impressed. Well, I bought them in you know things that were like packs of 100, so it was mostly subtraction. Where's, where's our 20,000 gold? And that I did not do. <laughs> <laughs> that I figured we would handle separately. 36 minutes. We, we should probably talk about how what we want out of each site, like specializing. Yeah, it's, it's a good opportunity for that, right? Uh, as, as you're... Uh, I like the idea of like site advocacy, right? Uh, that leaves John can just kind of contri- contribute his, his thoughts on all sites, if you don't mind. Oh, we, we need, okay. Well, as caller, uh, <laughs> <laughs> everything to the fort. Yeah. <laughs> you can build, to, its, for, for, to its former you glory. Can build a city there, and nobody else gets anything. You're caller, right? Yeah. yeah. We we need croupiers rakes again. There's one again. <laughs> hey, you know, I, yeah, that, the, the function. The caller holds the croupier's rank. <laughs> so, so here's here's kind of how I thought things might go. You might you might just discuss like you talked about you know like I want to specialize my temple in magic and here's what I need to do that right. Uh, you know you kind of talk through some of that. When it gets down to the to rasp cracks, uh, <laughs> you, you can you can literally like lay these out and be like okay, we're gonna build you know like a ceremonial room here. So give me. Or, you know, I'm going to repair my ceremony room. So to repair it is half of this. So I need 15 goods, 10 influence, 15 labor, and 6 magic. And you just, like, literally put them on there. Right. At, uh, allocate them. Very, uh, very... Yeah, Lords of Waterdeep kind of... Well, and, and very analog, right? <laughs> right. Um, so we don't have to do it that way, but it, occur- it occurred to me that that would be attemptable. It would probably take a couple tables to do that. Do you have scissors? We could, like, cut it out and, like... I do have scissors. Put it at the site. Yeah. We could also... Right. Oh, yeah. So here's scissors. Go Are there to do that? Right, yeah. Like put it in front of the, the person whose site it is, and then it will really start to look like a, a yeah a, a yeah. poker game, right? <laughs> so, Wom, what do you hope for the farmstead? Just like generally terms. It doesn't need to be like fully fully down to the room. And just like give us a vision, right? Like what's what's Floki's vision for the, <coughs> for the farmstead? So the vision of the farmstead. 
So we've got the farmness running great. We have this dock that's there that has the barge that goes across. Very, yep. What it needs now is a place for people <coughs> to stop and stay at. So it needs like a pub and a little inn. Okay. So that is some some collection of rooms and some and like an innkeeper and some servants mm-hmm. and some folks to run the inn. It's kind of what that entails. And when you and I priced it out, like money wise, <coughs> not not capital wise, but like money wise, you found a, a, a floor plan that you like. Actually, found two, I think, because you were yeah. talking about one down at the fort. And each of those, money wise, was in the fifteen thousand to twenty thousand range to build. Wow. Was that like they were fancy? Though. That's high, I think. I think it was. 10. Okay, yeah, okay. Was was that building there like room by room? Like here's a sitting room. And yeah, yeah, it was like here's yeah, a we, sitting room. Here, we found the floor this, plans. This counts as like three common rooms, just as the number of squares yeah. it was. Got this it. is like five courtyards. Right. This yeah. enclosed area here, Got right? It. Like yeah, that's what I was saying. It's it's super easy to burn through it that is. stuff when right. you're building outbuildings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. Right. And especially if you find a floor plan that you like. Right. Yeah, right. we found some cool floor plans. Yeah. And we're trying to price it out. Yeah. So, so right. So, um, right. So that's the vision is you want like a, a place, a, a, a pub and an inn for folks to stay at, uh, and and start their their journey downriver towards the rest of your civilization. Right. right? Okay. Uh, speak briefly about your vision for the for the temple. Um, what what was broken? What the is, ceremonial what? room, which is your oh. bigger room, is broken. Now your three crypts are broken. Okay. Your baths are broken. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't remember what we added. Like to almost it. everything is broken in, in yours. <laughs> right, your saunas work. Right, and your crypt did work, but no, 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 it doesn't. Right, and there's like one or two other rooms that work. But but, so. but so your big your big cost is actually not that bad to repair if to repair those rooms. So like, I, I would imagine that like your starts with repair all rooms. Right, and what? So repair all rooms, and then I. I'm like, torn, but right, like we kind of talked about, like a place for people, some bunks and and a gatehouse or something, right? Like something above in the cave area above the temple for like arriving pilgrims to stay at, your people to stay at, and a little bit of defensive, right? Right, I think so. I think it's it's basically my my thought was it's the place for like we we have all the crypts, we have the ceremony. It's a place to do. <laughs> wait, what? Crypts. You have all the crypts. Oh, oh yeah, we have all. Of them. We have them all. <laughs> All the crazy. Um, he's getting He's hard to get. He's, yeah. he's a very rare. Yeah. Um, but basically, <laughs> like, this is the place to worship Demathian in the region. Right. It, it becomes, like, and not all, yeah, for all, and, like, dwarves will start to come on pilgrimages to it. Right, exactly. And that's the idea, is, like, it's a place to come to rest. Like, it's it's if it's anything, it's like a camaraderie, right? It's, like, a place to come and learn the... Both the life and the death sides of Demathian, uh-huh. and you know, and so we have the crypts on one side, we have the healing waters on the other I side, like, and and that really echoes both Umgern and Thronor, and it's like, love it, and you know, and, and basically, like, because of the way it looks, like you could almost split it down the middle, <laughs> kind of, yeah. And so, th- I know this doesn't mechanically, but thematically, it'll yeah. have light tiles on one side uh-huh. and light everything on the one side, and then it'll have a mirror side that. Is like darker tiles and slate and stuff like that leading to the crypts. <coughs> so, all there, those lead to the crypts. There was some discussion of putting the forge there. Is that did we change well, that? Well, it's a forge or a classroom. I counted the forge as being there for the ten turns. Ah, okay. So, so do we want and like, because Caradoc was there and, and mm-hmm. was able to staff it. Okay. Well, so I did that. But we can we I mean it's still in that one in that one. I mean we can still have a forge there and it doesn't have to be. 
Like, and I mean, that would be good because it would produce more goods. I mean, this would be influence and magic heavy, and if we had the forge, right. we could get some goods out we of it. We needed to have well, make the goods like, together. Like, to, to, go with, to go with Tarathian's themes, right, you'd, it would be like smelting some ores and doing some gem cutting. Well, there's all that bronze. A <laughs> 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 like, couple of loads of, loads of bronze, yeah. Um, so, right, so like I thought you might add like a workshop for gem cutting. Which is a very Dumathian type thing. Yeah, yeah. Get some get some gem cutter craftspeople in there too, and then that would also help you produce goods if you want. So the room that's um, the room that's down here is this a broken crypt? That's a broken crypt. Okay. Yeah. So here, let me let me walk you through that. So together, the the sides of the main chamber, which is itself a broken ceremony room, together those count as one crypt. Right. Um, this this. And this together count as a broken crypt. Okay. This counted as an intact crypt, That's and now is also a broken crypt. Because it was crypt. sealed on the... Yeah. Correct. So you have three broken crypts. Hmm. So, like, where would we... So if we had a forge, where would we... Could we put well, a workshop I, in I'd here put it as well? there, yes. I think there is space, actually, for a forge on one side and a workshop on the other. A just forge barely. Is a, is a forge a, a, a six? You can look at it, but I think it's... A, I think it caps at eight. I think it, and it's a minimum... Forge down in the corner there. All right, so you, you, you kind of <coughs> yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an eight to sixteen, and then like a workshop is is similar, right? So like yeah. half of that space, not counting the stairs, is eight. Right. Okay. So you could you could have two eights in that space, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, talk about your vision for the fort in general terms. I would like the fort to eventually become the seat of the government for the newly reformed realm of Athelantar. Yes. So I'm I'm kind of thinking of like Game of Thrones, like Stark House House Stark, and the way uh-huh. that it's set up as like we're in the wilderness, but it's still a respected seat of government. It's fortified. It's got all the amenities, mm-hmm. um, but it's also got like the training areas, and okay. people feel safe when they're in there. Yeah, so you're going to have kind of an emphasis on martial teams to start, right? You're going to have like a, a little bit of a standing army there. Yeah. So you've already got the beginnings of that. Yep. And kind of housing them is bunks that'll produce labor. Dojos for training them will also produce labor. You're going to be you're going to be producing a lot of labor, right? Because yeah. you're going to have a lot of dudes or ladies, uh, <laughs> martial folks there, uh, ready to produce. Like to do the things that need doing, right? Which right. is building mostly. But yeah. So um, you may want also to consider like some goods production because a lot of your buildings that you're going to want to build are going to do goods and labor. I know Wom plans to send goods down the stream, um, so we can kind of talk through that too. But yeah, I, I think that I love that vision of like a wilderness fort is is kind of what you're what you're improving and and really building there, right? Yeah, and over time we can build it up, and we can also build out like. Build a new, larger wall, and then take down the old one to expand. And mm-hmm. like yeah, that. stone eventually. And stone. Right. Instead right. of palisades, you move battlements. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. You smell? Yeah, it's full. What's that game called? Uh, oh, we're not recording. Clash Royale or whatever. The one where you do <laughs> like you do exactly that in the yeah. game. Like yeah, I know. So I'm just gonna take these two soldiers and I'm gonna merge them. Right. Exactly. One bigger soldier. <laughs> well, and, and it's like, and that's all you do is you build the outside wall and then you convert the outside wall into stone and then you delete the inside. You sell the inside wall. Like it is sort of that same, uh, but a lot less of a mobile game. Yorgrim, uh, do you want to talk through your vision for the the stone circle? Yeah, like I, I, I love 
thinking about this place as like the like the druid ranger like wilderness preserve, right? Like I'm like I have in my mind like beast cavalry and like maybe if we want to go crazy like an eyrie, right? Like if we just like maybe eventually someday, right? Maybe not tonight, but um, I love the thought of a mystic greenhouse there, like uh-huh. groves and grottos and like just all like wild animals and like all that stuff. You know what I mean? So. Rick would love that. I yeah, agree. yeah, yeah, right. Right, Brick and Yorgrim would be like, yeah. Maybe like Except when Brick's like, burn it all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's beautiful. Let's burn it. <laughs> yeah. She's just constantly like, plant all the flowers and then burn them. <laughs> plant all the flowers and burn them. <laughs> I think he leans into burn everything that's not a flower. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then, uh, John, kind of, what are we missing in that vision uh, of all those sites? What do you, what, sites? what do you, uh, what do you what do you and your characters kind of want to see happen that wasn't already described? Oh gosh. Did you scale that back? That was assuming I paid attention to everything you guys were saying. You completely <laughs> did assume that because I'm sure you did. Um, what would be a cool place for one of your characters there you to go. visit? Um, better question. Oh, um Caradoc is interested in 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 producing more like Magical items and and potions and stuff. So, so like a workshop. Yeah, like a workshop. That's that's kind of what he wants. I'm thinking. A golem factory. A golem factory is not a bad idea. That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, wait, we need a. There's a couple of those around that you can. You know, yeah, we're gonna build up an army to take on those right. wooden automatons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's... and then learn how to make them. That's right. Yeah, he, you he don't could, need to, you don't need to kill them. You just need to reprogram. Them. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He could produce like uh, like you could just say like you you have a, a team of guards and they're all gold. like something like that. That's kind right, of right. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Right. Okay. All right. So, can I throw one thought? I I Wom, I think you and I are on the same wavelength here. But uh, in all like while we're talking about the sites too, it makes sense I think to have a mobile team because uh, because there are a few sites that we know of uh that we want to want to conquer yes like in the very near future like mm-hmm. the skunk mm-hmm. house <laughs> and the the razor vine place and maybe sometime in the medium term future the troll castle right so oh yeah we, troll castles and, and the still house someday yeah 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 the still yeah so like we want to be There's able after castle? we take a place over we, we've passed to, to be able times. to grab like the stilt houses that the are stilt houses yeah, yeah. Yeah. Abandoned village, yeah. Yeah, yeah so the rock lives. It, it, it would be nice if we had like a team of guards and some craftsmen like set up shop, build it up a little bit, and maybe move on. Yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. something. Right. Just, you know, what's the start of with Bob Le Billier? Bob Le Bastier. Bob Le Bastier, yeah. Bob the Builder in French. And his, uh, and his crew. Yeah. It's the foreman that can shut up. I remember. Bob. It, yeah, it was clearer in, in writing than in hearing it said. Was Bob the Builder written? No, Bob they, Le in, in, in Slack, I think it was oh. someone, someone had written out. All right, what's next? You just throw all the, all the tokens in the middle, you grab what you can, Hungry Hippo style, and yes. then you Scoop, <laughs> yeah. Well, so, okay, so across the four sites plus mobile... What is the most which, important? Which John's clearly in charge of. Sure, I, I can get. I can find that. It might make sense, like just starting off as a base level first action, like repair all the broken stuff we have, and then see where we're at yeah. after yeah. that, because it's half price. Let's support that, and and you get the most bang for your buck. 
because of that. Yeah. 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 Well, the temple's gonna. Okay. Right. The temple will, will, will yeah. has the most broken things, but consume. But it's sure. it's straightforward, right? And plus, we don't have a lot of sites that will produce magic, and the temple is one of those sites, right? That will yeah. correct. Your temple, your, your the temple and your stone circle are your right. magic producers. Right. Welcome <laughs> to D and D Given that this next little bit of of talk will will take some time, and there will be it will not be fun to listen to. I figured we would just kind of like pause and recap at the end once yeah. things are kind of decided, right? Yeah. yeah. Like in terms of podcastiness. So podcastiness, you're on pause. What type of communications infrastructure can we, can we mm. do? Ooh, that's a really good question. I'm wondering about you that. You need to be able to build sending stones. Like a crap load of them. Okay. If you like, can do that, then things get better, easier, faster. Or we can establish an orphanage. Those orphanages count as almshouses. We have rules for it. That's we fine. we have six and the, and the children count as like uh, goblin messenger trademarks. Morning. Have you seen the post online? It's like this big, long. I think it was on Ian World. This guy came up with this whole system. It's a spell. What's the spell? Con- contingency or something uh, like that. He, he like basically invented electricity <laughs> with a. Um, it wasn't contingency. That's too high level. It was like a second level spell, like a like a triggered action. And it's like when I say these words, like. And he had it all laid out. It was like a big, long, like, four-page post. It's, like, translated into binary and set up the the flashing rocks with continual light nine feet apart from here to there. And, like, you can get full sentences going. And like I mean, it was like painting. Oh, it's like a telegram. Yes, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, and all you need is a mage with 20 gold. And you can... And it's like, <laughs> <That's weird>. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm seeing what we need is like. <laughs> no, no, t- yes. So we're done repairing the temple. <laughs> we need to be like. Rubbing over his board of cheese. Check out a little nerd out here. Right, back to rooms and teams. Right. <laughs> My ceremonial room is complete. <laughs> the grips have been restored to their glory. <laughs> Glad we're not that nerd. Though. <laughs> Thanks, we're not those guys. Thankfully. <laughs> thankfully. <laughs>
having done lots of rooms in Teamsing, uh, let's kind of go around the room and say what we've spent all our hard-earned capital on. Who wants to go first? Let's go this way around. Sorry, Rob did not raise his hand. Several other people John? did. John, John what did you spend your money stones. on? You made some sending stones. We determined that <laughs> Karadok uh, made a pair of sending stones. And presumably one end of those is at the temple, and the other one you're sending to? The fort. The fort. So that's temple to fort sending stones. Two main places, I would think. Well, yeah. Arguably, Farmstead Fort would be the other way to do that. Yeah. Um, Rob, what so, have you accomplished tonight? So at the uh, stone circle, <clears throat> we made a grove. This is uh, to help offset the timber mill operation. Right, it's carbon credits. It's sustainable, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we built a mystic greenhouse. Uh, Barik is going to hang out there and, I don't know, do some flower. Uh, yeah, he's going to make rad flowers in that mystic greenhouse. Yeah, and uh, we, we built an apiary because, uh, I, like I said, I couldn't help myself. It's, it's very like Lord of the Rings-esque, you know. Like, it is like, big, yeah, like Bjorn's big bees yes. buzzing around. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we we hired a druid hierophant to help manage that site nice. so, so we could grow. Uh, Gerhardt, the weasel, uh, we have trained him to be a junior ranger and his family to be tribal warriors. He gets a little neckerchief now. Yes. And we turned their living space into a grotto and we repaired the storage units. Um, also, off to the side, we bought two teams of settlers we're going to send out soon. Uh, we have a junior ranger and some hunters to go man the skunk lodge at some point soon. And then uh, the uh, Razor Vine bandit camp or whatever that is, we, we have like a little pioneer team here with skirmishers and foremen and carpenters. Nice. So that was my purchase for the evening. Awesome. Nice. Tell us about... Uh, <clears throat> Fort Narthindlar, Fort Hardwood. What are we, are we changing the name? It's um, a good question. Um, Tell us about the fort. So the fort, which is going to be the new new capital of Ethelandar, uh, um, New Ethelandar, New Ethelandar, sure. which means that we um, we take the crown down there. Yeah, and Jake's been wearing it for the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we repaired the armory and storage room. Okay. And then we expanded the space um, by building battlements around it uh, for those with a uh, stone tower on each corner, a gatehouse, so it's very fortified now. Love it. We've built uh, four more bunks, in addition to the one that we already had, to um, accommodate the new staff that we have. So in addition to Sergeant Pepper, we now have Lieutenant Salt. Um, (laughs) a team of berserkers a team of archers a team of guards a team of laborers two teams of skirmishers Um, we've got a dojo Uh, we've got some sailors that are working a dock and a kill boat the kill boat is called the nine spells love it and lastly we have a monument to Narthenlar in the fort is Jenk with Narthenlar in the statue? (laughs) <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not us holding Jake like a like baby. A baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Madonna. Too. It's one of those things where you have to know to look for it, but it's there. I want that to be like made of the bronze that you right. got used over there. Right. Okay. That's what we've done for three months. <laughs> That's not bad. Pretty impressive. Uh, tell us about the temple. Did well, I, are you giving the temple a name? You can. Um, you can think about that. Yeah. It, yeah. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> um, so House it was, of the Stone Sentinel. There we go. Yeah, that works. Um, so it was a full revamp. 
It was, <laughs> top to bottom, it was just a complete riddle. Um, it's, it's it's great, it had great bones, but lots of <laughs> the, the tonight on right? <laughs> so we knocked out this wall and really opened it up. Um, but yes, yeah, so it we fixed everything, and so now it has um, a bell tower. Love it. Uh, upgraded the book repository to a magic repository. It's got a scriptorium. It's got a reliquary. All so the you things you want. Up, uh, you have the potential to make scrolls, I think, right? In the magical repository, um, scribing notes and scrolls as well as materials for identifying and crafting magical items. Yeah. Wow. So, um, but not. Uh, only as much as the rules support. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a real, disappointingly, no. it's a real kink. Um, uh, so, and then to staff all this, or to now that the the this is you know the key place for uh, Dematvian in the area. For sure. Uh, we have three lodgings, two bunks, a priest, two acolytes, three servants, and then to guard the whole joint. We got uh, um, a sergeant and two pike bearers. And two squads, of, two teams two, of five. Yeah, two pike teams bearers. of five yeah. pike bearers. So I love it. Yeah, so it's it's well guarded and will be unto anybody who the pikes are too long to like get around the corner in the stairwell, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> they got daggers. They don't really of that, right? <laughs> yeah, they got daggers. They keep wedging their pikes like a train turn that corner. Uh, I think it's more like hal- halberds or halberds yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they, they can be halberd ears. Yeah, but they're a step up from polar and bevy for sure. Yeah, yeah, pigments good. Uh, Wom, tell us what's up at the farmstead. We have a nice new uh, business venture at the farmstead. It's a nice little um, pub slash inn known as the um, the the resting renders. Uh, the renders rest. <laughs> the renders rest. It's a nice, you know, little placard outside with a. Happy-looking gray render with a little gnome friend, and consists of uh, three bedrooms and two lodgings, some common rooms, a laboratory, a bath. It's you know, it's not. It's pretty good for the country. <laughs> it's got a bar, two kitchens, some bunks, a stable, storage, and then next to it is also a toll booth, which is used to pay for your tolls across the the ferry, the river, pre-built dock and barge ferry. Mm-hmm. And it's staffed by an innkeeper, who I think might be a a half orc named um, Polly, with and she has one wooden leg. Sure. Along with um, <laughs> two sets of servants and a set of laborers, and there's a new set of elite guards to take over the spot that was mm. taken by some of the ones that went down to the fort before. And act as bouncers when necessary. And exactly, <clears throat> man, the toll booth and whatever you know, kicking. Awesome. Kicking Randy um, Satyrs out of the bar when needed. That's when, necessary. You know, what's his name is up there? Rick. Rick. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That probably covers it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And you spent how much? <laughs> we we spent all of it and then some. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> right. So, uh, just to be clear, all of it was, according to our system, 20,204. Gold. Plus 284 uh, units of goods, 274 units of influence, 292 units of labor, and 102 la- units of magic. Yes. Yeah. And then you dipped into your personal treasures. 
Yeah, so to finish off the a kill total book. of basically 286 gold pieces from our personal treasure okay. to round out the expenses. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. All right. But now every room's and team's turn. We're going to be raking it's, it all in. That's true. It, we, every room's and team's turn, you'll be making more from room's and team's than you ever make adventuring. <laughs> and you'll wonder why you ever adventured at all. Well, no. Now we have to adventure in order to... <laughs> to pay for more rooms and teams. That's well, true. And, and to be able to uh, to to hire higher level people. That's true. Right. You need to advance in level so that you can... Uh, so that better people will come work for you. That's yeah. true. That's yes. the real reason to That's adventure. <laughs> and to occasionally find the big mother load of treasure to help you make leaps forward like this. And to find more places to rooms and team. Right. That's... That's really what adventure is all. That's D and D. What it's all about. It's finding yeah. places to rooms and teams, getting better at managing rooms and teams, yeah. and paying for rooms and teams, right. and passing out flyers. Village so <laughs> <laughs> visit. I, I know I say this a lot, but I actually love the way that this subsystem drives the the like the it's the narrative engine of our game. Right. Yeah. It really is of like like what you guys choose to do. Isn't entirely based on this, but like this plays in, oh, yeah. in, in like, oh, but we could do go do this and go do that. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually love the way that it works well with the the other three tiers of D and D, like exploration, combat, and social, social, and then like this whole like downtime system that we have, enterprise. Yeah, it's cool. Well, I like now that we're getting into the phase where it feels like this is where you start looking for magical items and going after like individual item quests and right it, it's it, it like naturally feeds into like <clears throat> what is supposed to be like tier two right like that that five to ten level range where you're like known as like adventurers that <coughs> aren't, aren't just some upstarts anymore right? right and you're like going off and looking for items and right going off and trying to accomplish things that your rooms and teams can't right yeah. I mean and because that's and then it's also I mean, if we wrap the renown rules into that, that starts to get real fun. Because <laughs> then you're like... Because honestly, when I was thinking about this, I was like, you know... <laughs> bless you. Excuse me. I was like, after those bad rolls, I was like, you know, maybe this is where Thronor is like, I'm better served spreading the gospel of the Batman <laughs> than I am back in an administrative capacity. Uh-huh. And... Whether that cool. be, however that... My talents are wasted on temple administration. Right. 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 <laughs> I need to be out killing dudes and, and like, bringing them back. Right. Like, like I need to bring souls in and, and you know, and, and really exhibit that power out there. But, uh, but hey, this priest is, you know, is great at all the administrative stuff. Right. And, and, but he has no particular interest in going adventuring. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And, yeah. Because then I'm like, oh, man. Cause, because it all ties in for me because... Remember, I wanted to do an all an dwarf, dwarf. Like and you've got it built over here, right? Yeah, and so I think and, that's and been... like as you make new dwarf characters at level one, that's probably where they start, right? Right, like realistically, right? Right. I think that's cool is that we have entry points and and you know I do like that we could have like level one, level two characters who are like, yeah, I'm not ready to go off to, to do this, but let's go explore. You know, let's go. You know. Right, there's hexes that are unexplored around there, and like that's the kind of thing that you reasonably attempted with very low level parties. Right, right. although the mountains have always been treacherous. 
Cyclops is theirs. Yeah, exactly. Oh my. <laughs> Getting lost. Now we could build a quarry at the temple, right? Yep. Because it's in a mountain hex. You could. Yeah. And what determines what good you pull from, like what ore you pull from a quarry? Uh, I don't know. Quarries produce stone. Mines produce Mines, stone. okay. Now you could start delving it and making a mine. Well, that's, yeah. You would want a mining engineer and some miners. So yeah, we don't yeah. have any money left. That. Right, we don't have any money. Uh, well, that's why I was like, but where, where we... there's dwarves, mines <laughs> right. soon follow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Because I was looking, I was like, uh, we should probably guard the place before we start digging underneath it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know. Cool. All right, well, should we relocate characters? Oh, now is an opportunity to do that. Would you like to do any of that? Uh, well, I guess it depends on who's... <laughs> are we doing anything? Are we have? What are we doing on the May 6th? That's like half of... No. Right. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. so let's deal with our scheduling problem. Okay, we're back. We're solving our, our scheduling problem. So Mike will be our caller next week because we're not really counting this because it's just rooms and teams. Not just rooms and teams. <laughs> it was the most extensive rooms and teams that has ever been played anywhere. Uh, leading the world globally in our rooms and teams session. So I don't mean to undersell it there. Most rooms and teams that have ever been rooms and teams. <laughs> That's right. And these rooms and teams. <laughs> um, <laughs> the original question is what characters should we move around and to where? All right. So back to that, now that we kind of know who's going to be, what weeks we've got coming up, and who will be calling. So who do you want to... What adventure do you want to have next week? Do you know already? Or well, do you need so some time to think about it? Two people are going to be out next week, most likely. Definitely Mike, maybe John. Definitely Mike next and John. Yeah, right. Definitely Mike and John. Yeah. So you, right. it'll be it'll be Wom, you, and Rob. Okay, so I would lean towards having a low-level character mess around. Um, well, we still at one. So yeah. I would like to do some kind of low-stakes adventuring with some of our lower-level characters. Okay. And where do you want to lead that from? Well, he's at the farmstead. But he doesn't have to remain there. But right. it makes sense for him to be there because he's agriculture and it's agricultural. Right. So I, I can move him around depending on which characters Rob and Wom are bringing. Well, if we're going to do low level mess around, it'd be Eagle Bane or Sly Zib. They're both low. I'd probably go Yorbur. Okay. Uh, we, I don't know if you had a place in mind. But you could I go explore like the, one of the failed villages. Uh, or the Razor Vine uh, Lodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe check out like the the Stilt City. Yeah, we go to yeah. Stilt Stilt Stiltland. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Okay. So we can meet um, the the closest HQ to that would be Farmstead. Farm. Yeah. So as long as you guys can have your characters in Farmstead by next session, then we can move them right now. You can move them now, right? It's free movement, so. Um, uh, okay, so with that in mind, do you want to move Eagle Bane? Eagle Bane's going to go over the farm. Okay. Sly's going to go down to the fort to man the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm tempted to move Floki down to the fort, too, just because that's sort of our main area. Yeah, it'll be interesting, uh, like, looking ahead into future weeks, right, like, some of the high-level stuff will start to happen down on the lake. Yeah. <clears throat> Exploring down there. Before it's hopping. Yeah. Um, Mike, you want to move anyone around? I was thinking about that. Um, 
I don't. Just because the only thing would be if you if you think high level adventuring is going to happen down at the at the lake, you might want Barrack down there. Right. That's that's. Um, leave grass packs up at the. At the yeah. Let me do that. Table. That sounds like a good plan. Because I, I think just to have them there. Yeah. I, I mean, I, do I do I bring Thronor? I was just like, do I bring Thronor down Ooh. there? Right. Either I would say one or the other. Not necessarily both. Let me do. What are you doing with Umgar? Um, I think I'll leave him at the temple. Okay. Does that that makes sense to me? Yeah. Then I'll I'll do that and I'll just bring break down to. Okay. Mike, you moving anybody around? Um. I no. Well. What do you want Meek back? I might, Meek Meek Meek's at the farm. I might move Meek back down to the fort. Jenks at the fort. You want Meek back down there too? And we'll be at the farm? I got it. Yeah, that sounds good. Tell me the red bag. Okay. Uh, Rob, movement. Uh, your your at Stone Circle, I don't have a problem with him getting down to the farm on a day. Okay. And yeah, I'm happy keeping Umgarn at the temple and Peric at the fort. Okay. I, I think that's where they already are, so no yep. movement. And then John, I have Caradoc at the temple, Fury at the fort. Yeah, I think that they can just stay there. Okay. Just for next time. So. You're not introducing a, a number three? Like everybody else? You know, I was think, thinking about it. We'll see. Well, or number four or five. <laughs> right. In some cases. Well, yeah, it's funny you're talking about. We're reaching that level where we're five to ten, and I'm like, are we, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing I love about the way we introduced that is, like, it, that time is your commodity. Yeah. Right. As players, right? Yeah. And it's... it's I'm, I'm going to have fun no matter what. <laughs> and I think y'all will have fun no matter what but yeah. you're going to choose your fun right yeah. yeah well I like that it's there's a strategic kind of thought there like man I haven't played with this character in a while if it's my turn as caller do I uh-huh. do I follow a thread that you're that kind of interested in that I'm kind of interested in but that isn't going to benefit that other character or do I uh-huh. you know alright cool 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 anybody need anything else yeah, so Flokio down the fort as well. Copy. All right. Mike sings out. All right. We've done enough. Woo! That was fun. That was... That was definitely its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. I mean, like, I, I do I'm, enjoy that. I'm glad the system's holding up because, you know, designing a system like that, you never know if it will really hold up in, under rigor. Yeah, stress testing. And that was, that was stress testing, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way about the wilderness rules that you've come up with. Like, they've lasted for a while, and they seem fine. Yeah, we've made a couple of, like, minor adjustments here and there, but 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 there have been tweaks. Overall, I feel like they're pretty robust and and fun. 